You're listening to SBS News. The idea of retirement can conjure up intoxicating images of overseas adventures and endless time to do whatever you want. And author and retired psychologist Michael Longhurst says that can be the pleasant reality for retirees for the first 12 months or so. But he says some retirees find it difficult when the retirement honeymoon ends. During that phase, it is just like a long holiday and you can play all the golf you like and that's probably going to be enough. But there comes a time when, whilst it's still great to have your recreational activities like fishing, golf, whatever it happens to be, you need to have something a little bit more meaningful and otherwise you feel, well, you know, I'm just in this, I'm living this sort of idle life, it doesn't have much meaning um, and it's at that time that people uh, either, you know, start querying what they're doing with their life or they do, you know, they do something about it. Michael Longhurst is the author of Enjoying Retirement, an Australian handbook of ideas, strategies and resources. He says most people approaching retirement have not prepared for its psychological impact. People think, well, if I've got enough money, if I've got adequate health, you know, I'm not, I don't have to be super fit, but if I'm in reasonable physical health and I've got enough money, well, what possibly can go wrong? It's going to be great. It's going to be this you know, relieved from the burden of work and I'll be able to do what I like. And, you know, and so people therefore don't tend uh, to prepare for other things in, in uh, retirement. Very, very unusual. He says the focus of such people tends to be solely on their finances. That's an understandable concern because older Australians are faced with often complicated decisions involving superannuation, insurance and pensions, as well as when to leave the workforce. Australia's pension age is 65 and a half and will gradually rise to 67 by the year 2023. And policymakers want Australians to work for longer because of the country's ageing population. But some older workers who want to stay in the workforce say age discrimination can make that challenging. Rafael Chomik from the University of New South Wales Centre of Excellence in Population, Ageing and Research says more than one in four workers over the age of 50 report age discrimination. That has big effects on how uh, older people interact with the labour market. So, for example, while unemployment rate is quite low for older people, they've got the longer durations of unemployment, so they tend to be looking for work for much longer. Those that uh, then decide to leave the labour force and retire is, is the reason for, for the low unemployment rate overall. And so it's that tension between uh, trying to find uh, work when, when the labour market is difficult for older people um, and, uh, and retiring, which, which for some is, is, the, is the option. Rafael Chomik says Australia should consider providing more incentives so older workers stay in the workforce as long as possible. The other option is to look at the, at the carrots, you know, how can you encourage uh, older people to uh, keep trying um, or get greater, better skills or um, investing in their health, as well as investing in ways to help employers to develop workspaces which are more amenable for older people and making sure that um, messages about uh, age discrimination are out there uh, to, to change those sorts of uh, cultural norms. The federal government's financial system inquiry led to the government agreeing to support the development of more efficient retirement income products. 
a finance professor at the University of Sydney Business School, Susan Thorpe, says they've been labelled comprehensive income products for retirement. She says one goal the government has is to help retirees try to ensure that they don't run out of money in their twilight years. If people live for a very long time, they can find that they're running out of financial resources before they reach the end of their life. So one of the um, one of the uh, factors of retirement that the government's interested in addressing by um, bringing in the comprehensive income products for retirement is helping people to manage that possibility that they might actually outlive their resources. She says one option they could consider is a life annuity. Professor Thorpe says it works like a life insurance policy, but in reverse. So with a life insurance policy, we pay regular premiums and if we pass away, our beneficiaries uh, receive a lump sum, or at least they should. Um, With a life annuity, you basically reverse that process. So people pay a lump sum of wealth and in return, um, the insurance firm provides them with a regular income, like a regular reverse premium, if you like, um, on the policy. The advantage of a, a life annuity is that it lasts for however long your life is. Um, that might be not very long if you're unfortunate enough to die early, but if you live very long, the life annuity can keep going until you pass away. Retired consulting psychologist Michael Longhurst says some retirees struggle with the loss of their work identity. He says one way around that is to find what he calls purposeful as opposed to recreational activities, which can act as a substitute. If somebody has been very good at, um, at managing people, at organising uh, organizing things in business, getting things up off the ground, then instead of just joining the golf club and playing golf as a recreational activity, that sort of person is often invaluable if they then get onto the committee. So all of a sudden, here comes the status back. I'm the, the chairman or the, the whatever of the, the golf club. I'm on the committee. Uh, I've got my own car park there with my name on it, whatever, um, and and so they they're essentially replacing in retirement those things that they were that they most valued in the work when they're in the workplace. With finances under control and meaningful activities giving you purpose, Michael Longhurst says the only other major tips are to look after your health with regular visits to the doctor and daily exercise, and to make sure you don't make happy hour a daily event. People, um, when, when they're going around Australia, say, in a caravan, they'll have these, uh, these happy hours where they'll all get, all get together at 4 o'clock and have a few drinks. But if you start doing that at home, you've just got to watch it a bit that it doesn't start getting earlier and earlier. And, uh, you know, we found a few people who had become quite dependent on, uh, on grog just because they were drinking, starting to drink far too early. Greg Diet, SBS News. If you enjoyed this, you can find more SBS features on our website or from your favourite podcaster like iTunes, Spotify, Acast, Stitcher or Wooshka.